welcome to today at the G1. My name is James Troopany and today we bring you all the news and roundup from the G1 Climax Tournament, which is night six, I believe. It might be night five. I can't remember. I've kind of lost count. Where are we? It's the 29th today and it was in Tokyo, Japan at Kuroken Hall, the venerable venue. Uh, looked like pretty good attendance. They were doing like a 50-50 split on the attendance, so that was nice. And you could see well socially distanced audiences, which we approve of here at the Troopany Show. The opener was Yui Uemura versus Gabriel Kidd, 9 minutes and 10 seconds. It was actually a lot of fun. Gabriel Kidd and Uemura going hole for hole, bit of chain wrestling, like a bit of chain wrestling. It's nice, it's good. Appreciate it, um, and Gabriel Kidd and Uemura have kind of been corking on lately in the last couple of weeks. I've really enjoyed their work in the G1. It's been a lot of fun to see, um, and Uemura gets the win. They've kind of been evenly handing out the pinfalls amongst the three young lions on this tour, which would be Gabriel Kidd, Yoi Uemura, and Yotasuji. So it's been good. They the opener of the Block B match was Yoshihashi versus Sanada. And Sonata still hasn't scored any points because Yoshiyashi got the win. Remarkable, to be honest with you. 15 minutes and 15 seconds. Yoshihashi continues to burn through this tournament like a man of fire. It was a corker from Yoshihashi. His work with Sonata was brilliant. It looked like one of those noble efforts that was going to go nowhere. And then, all of a sudden, Yoshihashi pulls out a victory in a kind of predictable fashion. It was a very back-and-forth match, but Yoshihashi had the best of it, I thought. Sonata seemed to be on the back foot and looks incredibly lost now. He kind of has a look... It's really hard because he's so stoic and doesn't really have a facial expression, but you can tell from his body language he was losing. <laughs> so it's one thing he kind of telegraphs, and I kind of felt that perhaps Yoshihashi was going to take the victory, and he did. But this was another good performance from Yoshihashi. I really enjoyed his work here. And I really enjoyed Sonida. 15 minutes and 15 seconds is about right time-wise. Very good piece of work. I like this a lot. But not as much as I enjoyed Kenta versus Zack Sabre Jr. Three matches in. Kenta's won two of his three. Zack Sabre Jr. has only won one. So this is looking like a long haul for Zack. But 15 minutes and 46 seconds of two guys who are true outsiders in the New Japan uh, venue. And Zack... Always looks good against someone who strikes well because it's a very defensive kind of stature that he has. So going up against a big striker like Kenta was going to make a good match and I think this was a great match. 7.93 from the cage match users based on 29 votes. That's pretty good scoring and I kind of agree with them. It wasn't perfect. There was things I would have liked that would have been a bit different. But in 15 minutes they sold a good story. Kind of pushes Kenta forward. Kind of gives Zach a story to try and come back out of this hole he's stuck in, but I don't think he's to be worried right now because there are only three matches in and they've got a lot more to go. Next up was a Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Juice Robinson. Juice has been on a bit of a winning streak. He had two wins going into this matchup. Hiroshi Tanahashi derailed him, but did not look good in winning. That's the story here. Juice Robinson left his fingers, left left his <laughs> left his fingers, left the ring going like that with his fingers close together to show just how close he was. He dominated pretty much 13 minutes of this 14-minute match. It was not Tanahashi's night. He did not put in a stellar performance. He actually did, but from like a sporting point of view, he didn't put in a stellar performance. But he sold and bounced for Juice all night, gave Juice a really good showing, 
before finally managing to sneak one out. It was not a good clean high fly flow or Texas cloverleaf win. He sneaked one out with a roll-up. Uh, and this is a kind of new story for Tanahashi. I compare him here to Valentino Rossi, the motorcycle racer, who after 20 years and nine world championships is now successful by being smarter than everybody else, not necessarily being faster than everybody else. He does get on the rostrum occasionally. He doesn't win as often as he used to, but you know he's always going to be there on the day. And that's where Tanahashi is. He's using his smarts rather than his phys physical in intimidation and his physical prowess to get wins, which is a very clever story to tell, especially as he's four points down. Uh, next up, four minutes and 33 seconds of Toro Yano versus Evil. And this was very good, actually. I really enjoyed it. Uh, not eligible for match guide lengths because it's less than five minutes. <laughs> oh, bless him. Uh, cage match wielding the rules. I actually think this was the best, one of the best matches that Yano's had in the tournament. Having to fight off Dick Togo and Evil, this worked really, really well. And I was very impressed with both of them. And I didn't think Yano's tactics would mesh well with Evil. And I certainly didn't think he would win. Six points out of three matches, undefeated. The only other undefeated person is Tetsuya Nato, who we'll talk about next. But yeah, something I had to give on this night. There's only two, there was too many undefeated wrestlers on four points. Uh, well, there was three. And now there is only two undefeated wrestlers in this group. And it's Toriyano and Tetsuya Nato. Who would have thought that? But yeah, Evil, you can't look good in defeat to Toriyano, but he, he did all right. Uh, it's kind of just the way it is, really. It was good. I liked it. It's fun. The true king of pro wrestling keeps on marching on. I would actually love the final night to be Tetsuya Nato versus Toriyano for the win in the tournament. That would be great. I think it would be ace. We'll see. Uh, the final match of the night was the main event. It went 21 minutes and 58 seconds and featured Tetsuya Nato and Hiroki Goto in... A very good match. It wasn't anything to particularly write home about. I wasn't thinking it was like the greatest thing since sliced bread. It was very good. It did what it said on the tin. Uh, they said in the pre-match comments that NATO always admires Goto, but really is Mr. Nowhere. He's not doing anything and failed his way into chaos. <laughs> Which is about kind of right, really. You know, it worked really, really well. And it, it did a good job. I like what they were doing with that. And uh, uh, like what they were doing with the, the um, story that Goto and Nato were telling. It it really wasn't Goto's night. It was kind of Nato's night. And the, the, the speed with which it developed was very, very quick. And Nato has good matches with everybody. No one has a bad match with Nato. And Go Goto is not slow. He's perfectly good as a professional wrestler. He hasn't got the depth to really go deep on some matches, especially at the moment. The story was Nato being absolutely surgical in attacking Hiroki Goto's arm, which is the best story to tell, really. And Nato was uh, very, very good at what he did with that. I love that story. He was, he was calm. He was professional. This was not an emotional match to get involved in. He's wrestling one of the favourite guys he has to wrestle, but he had to go after the arm, so he did. It wasn't really heelish tactics, which he sometimes has to employ as a member of LIJ, 
but it was good. And there was a good end of screen promo at the end. Uh, I've just had a message from John Dinsdale. It says, I want Tai Chi to win the G1 and beat Noto for the dual belts, avenging every loss he's taken from him. <laughs> See, here's the thing. John is literally the only person out of the Troopany Show crew who has any feelings for Tai Chi that are positive. Uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> you, you keep thinking that, John. We'll see. Anyway, that was a message from John Dinsdale to me, but I thought I'd share it with you. Uh, yeah, it was a good night's wrestling, and that, that's kind of it, really. Wasn't terrible. Uh, the overall card from the cage match, guys, got 5.71. I guess it could have been better. I like Tanahashi versus Juice. I think that was my match of the night. On a personal, no, Kenta versus Zack Sabre Jr. was my match of the night. I think with Tanahashi and Juice second. Though I do have a soft spot for Yoshihashi these days. He is making me care about him, which for a lot of the time, no one did. This Block B is throwing up some interesting combinations for sure. And I really enjoyed this particular night of wrestling. I'll be back tomorrow night. We have another show tomorrow, which might be out actually on time. I said I was going to do this around about 8 o'clock. It, it ain't happening. That's the reason why I'm broadcasting it live for a change. So if you want to follow me tomorrow night, I will be back on tomorrow night. I, I do do a Periscope uh, feed of this. Now I figured out how to do it. <laughs> um, so if you want to watch me with Periscope, look up at Sherry Flownstar on Twitter or The Troopany Show on Twitter. I broadcast it on both. Um, so you can find it there. And come ask me questions. Anything you want to know about the G1, anything you'd like to talk about, we will raise questions from that for you. That's cool. No problem. So it would make it a bit more interesting and a bit more interactive with this year's coverage. Thank you very much for listening to me on the Troopany Show today at the G1 today. My name is James Troopany. Like I said, you can find me at Sheriff Lone Star. You can find the show at Troopany Show. And you can find us on Facebook at the Troopany Show and Patreon the Troopany Show, where you can keep the Troopany Show free forever for everyone. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow. Block A action at K-Hall. Mm -hmm.